Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the Horsham Church of Christ. For more information, please visit our website at www.horsham.org.au. Good morning, church. So my name is Matt. I'm from Compassion um, from Melbourne. I drove all the way yesterday. So it's so good to be with all of you this morning. Um, First of all, I want to welcome those that are watching online and those of you that are watching, whether it's from home or from your car, from your room, but I just want to welcome you. so good to be able to speak in with all of you and those that are in the overflow room to greeting in the name of Jesus. And yes, I'm so excited because, you know what, this, is, this month is Mission Month. You know, I'm so excited when I get to be with churches on their Mission Month. First of all, I want to say thank you, Jared and the team and Simon. Actually, I bumped into him this morning at a cafe before he, uh, on the way to Ararat. So we catch up for a while before. I just want to say, you know, you guys, are, just want to encourage all of you. I, I'm not sure. I, it's my first time, my wife and I, first time driving from Melbourne to Hosham. And it's such a beautiful city, you guys, it, you know. And one of the beautiful things is I passed by, there's a lot of wineries. It's like, wow, like left, right, front, everywhere is winery. And, and, one, and we stopped by for a few places for, for, for some coffee. And one of the things I realized is in this season, all the, the, the winery is dry and it's brown. I was like, there's no fruit, there's nothing, no green, no leaves. And, and then I just felt that this is, just want to encourage Simon and Jared in this season that they are doing such a great work. But I just want to encourage you, Jared, and what you guys are doing here. I believe God, you guys are going through a season of pruning. And the word that came to me is John 15. Jesus said, I'm the wine, we are the branches, and they are season of pruning. And I'm not sure, um, you know, what you guys are going through. I just felt that God is going to, through this season of pruning, we all know that after the winery, after the winery is pruned, we're going to have a season of harvest. And we know there'll be wine, there'll be leaves, but we cannot live by what we see right now. So I just want to encourage you, Jared, and Simon, you might be listening later on, that, you know, I believe, you know, maybe for some of you here that you're feeling, you're feeling like you're going through a season of dryness and purposeless and meaningless, you know. That's why we felt when, when we went to some of the wineries, like, it's disappointing to see the so brown, so dry, but we know it's just a season. Just want to encourage you, Jared, and, and the team here. And yeah, so first of all, I'll just give a little bit of myself before we dive into the Word of God. Um, uh, I've been in full-time ministry for the last 12 years. I went into uh, ministry when I was in Malaysia. And I was a pastor then, a missionary traveling in Asia. And then God called me to New Zealand. I went to New Zealand for a few years. There, I, I did my Bible college there. I was traveling with uh, a few uh, missionary with YWAM. And some of you know, Youth with a Mission. I was involved with House of Prayer. And um, long story short, and my wife and I got married. So my wife actually is from here. And she born here, grew up here. And we got married in New Zealand. And God said, come to Melbourne and make, help Melbourne your base, and from here you will go to the nation. So when I first came here to Melbourne, I moved here permanently four years ago, I was associate pastor in a church, and, um, and I felt that God saying that, man, I want you to be involved with the nations. 
And that's when I stepped down from that role. I've been involved in Compassion for the last two years now. And, uh, I, and so it's really my joy to be able to be with all of you this morning and uh, to be sharing you know, a message from the, um, from, uh, from the Word of God and a bit of an update from Compassion later on. So how about let us pray. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you for this beautiful day that you have made. And we can rejoice and be glad. And you said when two or three gather together, you are in our midst. And we know that Jesus, you are here right now in our midst. And we are here to encounter you as what Jared prayed, that encountering your presence, your power, your word, because Jesus, you are the living word. So I pray as we listen from the word of God, we will open our hearts to receive the strength, that, that joy, that purpose, that mission from you. And thank you for this mission month for Hosham uh, Church of Christ. Thank you for what you have done in this church. And I, and I know and I believe that God is going to do more exceedingly, more abundantly above all that we can even ask or imagine. So I thank you. We give you praise and thanks in the name of Jesus. And everyone say, Amen, Amen, Amen. All right, so if you have your Bible with you, or, or what, if not, just have to look at the screen. So we, let's go, in, go to the Gospel of Luke 4.18. So let me read to you. Um, I think there will be a scripture on the screen here for those uh, watching online. So, in the Gospel of Luke 4, 18 and 19, the Bible said that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And this is what Jesus said in the beginning of his ministry. It's a bit like, you know, when you uh, first graduated from uni, it's like, you know, I'm going to change the world. It's the kind of like, this is Jesus, out of the, in the context of this scripture, Jesus just went through a 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness. And out of the wilderness, he's, he went into a synagogue like the church. He opened the Bible, Isaiah 61, and he began to read what I just read to you. This is actually from Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me to bring good news, to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind and to proclaim this is the year of the Lord. And Jesus said, this is being fulfilled in your hearing today. So when we talk about mission, I hope I'm not blocking the screen, just let me know, okay? <laughs> um, talk about mission, the first point I want you to remember that we need the anointing. Say with me, the anointing. And, and that's the word here, anointed. You see, well, well, I realized that even Jesus himself wants to go into mission, but before that, he needs to know, he knows, or he needs to know that he has been anointed. And the word anointed or anointing, it means 
to be set apart, to be empowered, to be protected, to accomplish God's work. Amen? Let me say it again. The word anointed means to be set apart, to be empowered, and to be protected to upon accomplish God's work. Wow. How many of you here want to be anointed? <laughs> Imagine that. You are set apart, empowered, not only that, protected from virus, maybe. <laughs> protected, just have protection when we do God's work. And the first thing is that when we talk about mission, I want to encourage the first point, I want you to remember that we need the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Before you can preach the gospel, before you can evangelize, before you can heal the sick, before you can set those of, uh, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, we need the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And one of the things I realized in the last years of my ministry is that the power of God and the anointing of God is for us to do something. Amen? I say again, the power of God and the anointing of God is for us to do something with it. It's not, for, it's not a title. It's not like, you know, a pastor mad. That does, the anointing doesn't work like a title. The anointing doesn't work for you to carry a badge. I'm anointed, you know? No, 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 no. The anointing in the Bible is always for us to accomplish something supernatural. Amen? So when we are talking about mission, it is supernatural. It is God's work. We can never do it by our own strength. Amen? So I want you to um, encourage you today that as you ask God for the anointing, because we all want, to, we want God to use us. Amen? All of us, from the youngest. That's why Susie was telling me that She's going to share with the children about you know, how to be involved with mission. From the youngest to the oldest in this room, we all need the anointing and the power of God to be involved with mission. Amen? And, and one thing, beautiful thing about the kingdom of God is the more you give, the more you... Wow, you guys are doing well. Let's say, try again. The more you give, the more you... Receive. And this is the same principle for the things of God. The more you share the gospel, and I realized this from my own life that uh, the more I share the gospel, the more I have the anointing to actually bring someone to the Lord. The more I pray for those who are sick, the more I see God moves. Amen? So it's like the more, it's like the more you serve, some of you here serving on the team, uh, on the IT and on the computer, the more you serve, let me tell you, the more God gave you the power and the knowledge and the talent to serve. Amen? So remember, the anointing. Amen? All right, let's go to the second point. Turn with me to Matthew 28. Am I going too fast? Are you okay with that? All right, Matthew 28. All right, Matthew 28. All right, we all know this scripture is, is from uh, verse 18 to 20. Let me read. And the, yeah, the scripture on the screen here. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven, on earth. 
Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I'm with you even to the end of the age. And everyone say, Amen. Amen. And this is one of the most famous scriptures in the Bible, but it's also one of the most underread, I would say, or misunderstood. Because this is the great commission. This is the great commission of Jesus for all of us as his believers, at his church. And I always say this on the on the stage or wherever I go, it's like, this is the great commission. This is not a great suggestion. That's why I say misunderstood. Because many of us think this is a suggestion from Jesus. That even, I mean, I myself, I always had to remind myself, this is, this is not a suggestion. Jesus didn't suggest us a good idea to do as a church or as a, as a Christian. But this is the great commission. Amen? Which means that this is why the church exists. This is why we became a Christian, yes, so that we can be saved and make disciples. So glad to hear the, the two of the beautiful people that got baptized last week. And this is why we are here for, to see more baptism, more salvation in Horsham, in Melbourne, and to the ends of the earth. Amen? And this is the Great Commission. What, what is this commission? Jesus said, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And the word authority here means all resources, all power, all talents. So if you're today sitting on the, you think at Matt, I'm not, I'm not wealthy. I, I, I'm a young person. I'm, I'm too old. I can't do this. I don't have the money. I don't have the wisdom. But God, Jesus is saying to all of us this morning that all re- authority, in the Greek, it means all resources, all wisdom, power that you need. And now what? Go, therefore, and make disciples. Amen? Go and make disciples. So this is the commission for all of us this morning is to go and make disciples. And the word go here, if you study it in Greek or Hebrew, it means what? It means go. I'm being serious. Like a lot of time I talk to people, Matt, can you explain to me? Like, you know, like in a, in a life, it's good to do Bible study. Can you explain? Let's, let's analyze. Let's, let's go into deeper with the word go here. What does it mean? <laughs> and, and, you know, it's very simple. It's, it's mean, it means go. It means literally like this, depart. Amen? Depart. It means that wherever you are today, let's depart from there. Let's take one more step. In mission, let's reach one one person across the street. It literally means depart, go, and it's an action word. Amen. I hope it encourages you because it encourages me that it's not about sitting and analyzing the word, but actually it's really just be involved and do it and be obedience to God. Amen. 
So I believe the will of God for every one of us as a Christian is to make disciples. Whether you are in media, religion, politics, whatever you are, whatever God called you, you're a chef or you're a barista, let me tell you, God called all of us to make disciples. It doesn't matter what your occupation, what's your degree. It doesn't matter what race, what background. The call of God is very clear. It's for us to make disciples. Amen? All right. Let's move on to the third point that I want to share with all of us. It's from Matthew 25. And this is, I will call it the motivation. You see, the first point I share with all of us, if you're taking note, the first point is the anointing. The second point is the Great Commission. And the third point, I want the last, which is my last point, is that the motivation. Because we all need to be motivated. Amen? Especially COVID, I do not know about you, but in Melbourne, it's tough. <laughs> we all know that. But and sometimes COVID has pushed us to be so unmotivated. That's why we need the motivation. So I'm going to share with all of us this from the, actually from the Word of Jesus. You see, I will read from verse 34. Matthew 25, 34. Some of you know the, the, this parable, but let me read from verse 34 onwards. The king will say to those on his right hand, Come you blessed of my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. From when I was hungry, you gave me food. I was thirsty, you gave me drink. I was a stranger, you took me in. I was naked, you clothed me. I was sick, you visited me. This is Jesus speaking. I was in prison, you came to me. Then the righteous, which is all of us, will answer Jesus and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry? When did we see you thirsty? When did we see you naked and stranger and see you sick or in prison? And the king, Jesus, will answer them and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, when you do it to the least of this, my brethren, you did it to me. See, this, the, in the context of these words, Jesus is giving us a glimpse of the final judgment. If you read the whole passage from, uh, from verse 31 to 46, Jesus is saying, at the end of the day, God, Jesus will gather everyone before Him. He will separate one group to the right and one group to the left. I'm not saying you guys are left, just, you know. Just left somewhere here, all right? You guys all the right. And the right is the sheep and the left is the goat. And Jesus would say to those on the right, these words that I just read to you. And the, the thing is, when do we see Jesus hungry? In my, maybe some of you are older than me. Have you ever seen Jesus hungry? And these are the things that, have you ever seen Jesus thirsty? naked? No. But we have seen millions and millions of people naked, hungry, thirsty, in prison, and sick. And Jesus said, when you do it to the least of this, that means the most insignificant ones, you did it to them, you did it to me. So the motivation here is we are ministering to Jesus. 
the motivation for us to be involved with mission, we are not just doing for God or for Jesus or for Simon or for Jared, for the mission team. We are not doing for anyone. We are doing unto Jesus Himself. And th- this is what motivates me every day I wake up. And you know, I've been in, as a missionary, as a pastor for such a long time. I always say, God, let me find someone to minister to as she is to you. So whenever you do involve with kid mission or things of justice, remember, this is it's almost like a final exam. <laughs> you know what? You know, I mean, maybe some of you have exam. I've not been you know, having exam for too many years. Just imagine this is a final exam that this is what Jesus will ask of us. So when we see him, this is what he will ask of us. Amen? So, and I believe all of us are sheep this morning. And this is the motivation unto the Lord. And, and I'll read to you from Proverbs 19, 17. It, the Bible says here, whoever is generous, whoever is generous to the poor lends to the Lord. It's something about we, what we do in mission, in ministry, is not for anyone else. It's unto Jesus. Amen? So I want you to remember that's the motivation we do things. As you see, when you, as you go and pray for someone that are sick, when you, when, you, when you help someone that are in poverty, remember you are ministering to Jesus and one day Jesus will ask us, well done, good and faithful servant. Amen? 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 You see, Horsham Church of Christ partner with the local churches in Thailand. And I, I, have, I spoke to some of you here this morning that you have been on the, the field in Thailand. And they are, as of today, I just want to say thank you for the partnership that you are, as a church, together, young and old, you, are, you guys are sponsoring 61 children in the Thailand. And let me encourage you today, every one child sponsored, we've seen average four family members come to know Jesus. So that means... There are 244 family members who have come to know Jesus because of what you have done with these 61 sponsored children. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's give God a big clap. And last year alone, some of you here have, there are hundreds, I'm talking about hundreds of letters sending from here to the children and the children sending to you guys. And the letters is the way that you make disciples. Amen. I, I just want to say thank you, but when you, have, when you sponsor a child, you write letters to make disciples of the one in Thailand. And I just want to encourage you. And I want to, I want to show a video right now. Abby, thanks. Just prepare the video. And the, the video is, is a story from Philippines, Philippine, but actually it's a very similar story what's happening in Thailand. So I want you to give you a glimpse of what actually happen when you sponsor a child and when you write letters and to make disciple of that child. So, um, is the video ready? Oh, good? Yeah, let's... Poverty is complex and widespread. It devastates communities, families, and those most vulnerable, children. But in the midst of great poverty, God provides the local church. A church is a family, a community, reaching out to their neighbours, to children. God brings His hope and love to people of all nations through His church. But to reach out to children and families living in poverty, a church sometimes needs a partner. 
That's where Compassion comes in. Compassion works in partnership with local churches in more than 26 developing countries around the globe. Our goal is to see children released from poverty in Jesus' name through the love and practical support of their local church. Compassion is Christ-centered, child-focused and church-based. We believe that addressing poverty in all its complexity and difficulty means showing children and their mums and dads that God loves them and sent Jesus for them. We believe through the gospel message and the love of Jesus, children can be truly released from the four forms of poverty, spiritual, socio-emotional, physical and economic. With the commitment of the local church and the power of God, our strategic programs have seen more than a million children released from poverty since 1952. All around the world, local people, highly trained, dedicated staff, local experts like doctors and teachers, passionate volunteers from the local church are building relationships with children, encouraging them, improving their access to medical care, clean water, nutritional support, and an education at a local school, showing them a different path, a path that will lead them out of poverty and into a new hope. From the womb to the workforce, compassion helps in the long-term development of children because focusing on children is a powerful and effective way to spread wider change through families and communities. So how does it work? The Child Sponsorship Program is the core of Compassion's ministry. It connects one sponsor with one child living in poverty, providing healthcare and education, as well as encouragement and prayer. Critical Needs builds upon the foundation of the Child Sponsorship Program by providing additional support for things like clean water, emergency care, disaster relief, pre and postnatal care, and vocational training. Together, these programs help around 7,000 local churches meet the needs of children in their communities. From Bangladesh to Burkina Faso, from Ethiopia to El Salvador, local people are creating local solutions to the problem of poverty. And in all of those communities and churches, one thing stays the same. Our partnerships are built on integrity, trust and accountability. So who is Compassion? Together we're 1.7 million children, babies, mums and students, and a million more graduates. We're hundreds of thousands of supporters and sponsors. We're passionate child advocates. We're mums and dads, we're businesses, we're community groups and churches. We're a community, a family that stretches across continents. We're united in heart, one in spirit, convinced that Christ and His church all over the world can work mighty wonders in the face of extreme poverty. We are Compassion, and we're releasing children from poverty in Jesus' name. See, in a moment, we're going to pray for the children, families, and churches in Thailand. But today, I want us to ask this question, God, give me the anointing and the power to do and to be involved in mission. And help me to remember the Great Commission is not for the trained one, the educated one, the rich people, but it's for every single one of us, from the youngest to the oldest. And we know that we, all this we do unto Jesus alone. See, when, how much, how some of you here might be new to this, what is compassion sponsorship? When you sponsor a child, it will only cost us $1.60 a day, $48 a month. And you gave the child food, clean water, the basic need of life. But not only that, you gave them to heat, 
the chance to hear the gospel for the very first time and to be discipled by the church. I just want to say here, because of thank God for the government of Australia, everything to compassion is tax deductible. So you might be sponsored a child or few children as a family. I have a lot of parents came to me and said, Matt, can you help me to find children the same age with my kids? So that my kids or my grandchildren can write letters to them. They can make disciples. And let me tell you, there will be, I mean, of course we all know, there will be no, probably no mission trip for the next few years. But what I love about what Jared and Simon is trying to do here that we, but mission can never be locked down. We still have to continue the Great Commission even though we can't travel to nations. So my question to you is that can you make disciple of one child in the nations through the letters, in Thailand through the letters? So in a moment, we're going to pray. You will see this. I think some of you have been to Compassion Sunday before that we normally we go to the table. There will be a child profile there, but because of COVID, we can't do that because there will be too many of you come to the, coming to the table. But there will be child profile in the seat where you are sitting right now. I just want to explain this a little bit because so that you know what we are doing after the service. There are child profile in the seat that you are sitting. If you see one of those, just pick it up. We're going to pray for them. So these child profile are children right now waiting in Thailand. I, I was contacting uh, the local churches in Thailand, asked them, how many children are still, no one caring, no one sponsored them, no one making disciples. And uh, it came back to me just a few days ago, there are 354 children waiting in Thailand. They are, some of them have been waiting for almost two years because of COVID. And today there are about 30 children reserved for, uh, sorry, 45 children reserved for Hosham Church of Christ for the next few weeks. So these are child profile that they are actually a child waiting in Thailand, the part of the Hosham Partnership Churches. And so what you can do is, you feel like God is leading you to say, hey, man, I can help. I can make disciple of that one child. I can bring good news to that one child. Very simple. There's a form at the back. You just pull it up. And you just fill this form. And then bring it back to us. Leanne and I, my wife and I, will be there at the stand to answer some questions. And so if you want to sponsor, basically just fill out the form, bring the child profile, say, this is a child I'm taking, and we can set it up for you uh, today. This, this is the form. And, and there, you, some of you here upstairs, you'll see some of this form that there's, there's no child profile, but there are this form. You can also take this form, bring it back to us, say, Matt, I want to be involved. I want to get involved. These are the form that we can, same thing, sponsoring children from Thailand. And not to forget those who are watching online right now, that wherever, whether it's Facebook or YouTube, there, actually Jared has put a link on the description. You try to click the link, the link there, in the link, you can actually digitally, instantly sponsor children through the link. So if you do not know how to do it, don't worry about it. I understand technology. Just come and speak to Susie or Jared the next week. They will, they will have this child profile with them. And, and today we're gonna, I want to end with a prayer. Amen. So let's, if you have, if you see some of these children, let's pick it up. Prophetically pick them up from the slum. Just if you, if you don't have it, it's fine. We let us pray together as a church. And you know, one of the things I always remind the churches in Melbourne, in Victoria, I say that we are doing a tough time. But let me tell you, churches, families, children in Thailand, they are doing tougher time than us. 
they, they, they always say to me, um, Matthew, you guys talk about social distancing lockdown. These are wealthy concepts. There is no such thing as lockdown, social distancing in people living in extreme poverty. So I want us to just remembering the poor. And one of the things that even in the book of Acts, Paul had to constantly remind the church. One thing, in the midst of revival, Paul, Paul reminded the church in Corinthians, say, remember one thing. Remember the poor. So how about let's pray. Let's bow our head. If you have this, just hold this profile in your hand. These are the children that are waiting. Some of them are waiting for almost a year. Let's pray for them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we pray this morning. Thank you for what you have done. Lord, I pray for these children and the families and the churches in Thailand that Hoshan Church of Christ has partnered with. Lord, they are still waiting for someone to sponsor them, to disciple them, to be the miracle for them. Lord, I pray in this season of COVID or lockdown that we, you will anoint us to bring good news to the poor. You anoint us to actually release children from extreme poverty. You anoint us even at our homes, in, 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 our, in, in our homes that we can make disciples of this one child. And I thank you for families here that, has been, that have been sponsored and they have come to the saving knowledge of Jesus. So we pray for the pastors on the ground in Thailand. We pray for the, the churches that in Thailand right now that they are going through a, a time of trial. I pray for faith. I pray for grace and your strength to be upon these churches. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we thank you for what you have done and what you're going to do through us and each of us here, Lord. We thank you and praise you. Lord, you so, I also want to pray for Hosham Church of Christ in this season, that God, you continue to bring that fruitfulness. I know this is a season of pruning. This is a season, seems like everything is slowing down. But Lord, I know, thank you for Simon and Jared and the team here. They, they are sowing the seed for the harvest. And I just declare your blessing and your um, your your. your your favor upon this church and the team here. Lord, we give you all the praise, all the glory in Jesus' name. And everyone say, Amen, 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 Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And my wife and I will be at the stand. If you want to ask any question, come and speak to us. We'll be here. We'd love to, um, to meet you and connect with you. Uh, thank you, Jared. I will pass it back this time to him and uh, let him close. Thank you. Can you just, uh, as we finish, can we stand together as the worship team comes up? I just want to pray for Matthew and for Leanne as well and the work that they're doing uh, through Compassion. Can we show our appreciation, our thanks to Matthew for the, the message and the encouragement? I really, I really don't like messages like this because it's not a comfortable message and uh, it's kind of a bit disruptive for myself, but in a good way just to uh, remember the the great, I like what you say. It's not a great. It's not a great suggestion. It's a gr the great commission. So uh, we want to remember that. Uh, so Matthew and Lan will be out at a table for compassion, and also Damien and Hannah are going to be at a table. Uh, if you want to go and uh, talk with them about their call uh, to serve with pioneers and uh, what lies ahead for them, and get to know them a bit more, uh, they'll be out at a table as well, so you can um, explore that as well. So Father, uh, we thank you for the work that you are doing. Uh, in Thailand and around the world through compassion. I think the video said 1.7 million children. Um, and sometimes that feels a little bit overwhelming, Lord. We go, 1.7 million, I can't, 
I can't do anything. I'm just one person or we're just one family. But we can make a difference in the life of one child. I know many of us already do through sponsoring 61 kids and even children that have been sponsored in the past and the families that have been supported. We give you praise for the difference made in their lives. But I pray, God, that we would turn our hearts and our attention towards you and, and whatever you lay on our hearts for the support and the partnership that we can have with Compassion through sponsoring a child, God. That we would be obedient um, to your whisper in, in our lives, in our hearts, in our minds. We bless Matthew and Le- Leanne, Lord, and we bless them as individuals and as a couple uh, for all that you have in store uh, for them now and in the future. We bless them in their work with compassion as they diligently serve you, Lord, that you, uh, as he's prayed for us, we pray that over him, that your grace and your favour would be upon them and that they would be more and more aware of who you are and what you're doing and the calling that you have on their lives and they would go from glory to glory as they uh, lay down their lives to serve you in every aspect. Thank you for the word that Matthew has brought this morning. I just pray that it would um, take seed, take root in our lives and that uh, we would remember your call on every single one of us to go out into the world to share the good news of Jesus Christ no matter where we are, no matter what we do. We give you all the honour and the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen.